This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. A few weeks ago, when my former boss and colleague, the Reverend Stephen Gerth, retired as rector of St. Mary's Times Square, he was presented with what might seem like a strange gift. He was given a great big lobster pot. Granted, it was fancy, it's hammered copper and it gleams like gold, but a lobster pot? Well, they gave him a lobster pot not so much to acknowledge his New England family connections or his love of cooking and entertaining, but they presented him with a lobster pot which will stay at the church and has an engraving on it, but it's to be used. It's to be used in administering the sacrament of baptism. That's because for over 20 years as rector of St. Mary's, Stephen loves water. Whenever there is a baptism, the person being baptized gets wet and everyone nearby gets wet. While I don't carry things to quite that extreme when we're doing baptisms at Holy Trinity, I always remember the point Stephen made, that baptism is about getting wet and it's about getting everybody wet. In fact, in baptism, we're invited to get wet. Uh, baptism is a change. It's a moving forward, a leaving behind. The first reading that we heard today from Isaiah speaks of God's choosing. God has chosen a servant people, called them by name, held them by the hand, and has given power to be like a light, to open eyes, to show mercy, and to show compassion. This servant is not an individual, but the whole people of Israel. This servant is uniquely and fully embodied in Christ. And it's this servanthood into which we, each of us and all of us, are called in our baptism. And so we're invited to get wet. But in baptism, we're also called to make a splash. Like a stone that's thrown into water and makes a ripple effect, the effect of our baptism should ripple throughout our lives and into the lives of others. It will naturally spill over. If you ever watch a group of kids at a swimming pool, you'll notice that as soon as an adult or grown-up looks away, the action becomes about who can make the biggest splash, the most dramatic jump into the water, who can displace the most water. It's about being seen, about being heard, about making one's mark. Well, as Christians, we could use a little more of this childish instinct. Being baptized marks us as belonging to Christ it should make us different, different in the way we make decisions, in the way we spend money, in the way we treat other people. As the children in the swimming pool know, there's a big difference between splashing water in someone's face and simply making a big splash. We know the difference as Christians, and we should aim always to be respectful to others, to those of no faith or other faith, but at the same time, always and everywhere, to make our own splash. And finally, our baptism carries with it the command as well as the courtesy of offering water to others. At Holy Trinity, we literally offer water at the Saturday dinners and during normal times at the Tuesday older adult lunches and the nightly shelter. During the pandemic, we've had to offer all kinds of virtual water, going online, calling and writing, visiting when possible, sending money or resources to people in need. But we also offer water spiritually, 
whenever and wherever we introduce others to Christ. We offer water when we simply help people learn that there is a source of water, and that source is the God of love, the God of forgiveness and compassion. In today's gospel, when John sees Jesus coming, he says that something greater is coming. John baptizes with water, but he who is mightier is coming. He will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. The Holy Spirit and fire refer to sanctification, this process of our becoming holy, of moving inch by inch, day by day, failure through failure, through repentance and into holiness. This all begins with our baptism. People sometimes wonder why we should be baptized, what difference it makes, but it all begins there. The work of the Holy Spirit begins there. It involves our getting wet, our making a splash, and our offering water to others. On this feast in which the church remembers the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, how God came in the world to be baptized in the form of Jesus, not because he needed to be made holy, but in order to make our world holy, on this day we give thanks for our own baptism, even as we look for more opportunities to share this great gift. Let us pray. Father in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan proclaimed him your beloved Son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit, grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant they have made and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God in glory everlasting. On January 9th at the 11 o'clock a.m. Holy Eucharist, the choir sings, Tomorrow Shall Be Our Dancing Day arranged by the 20th century composer Gerald Neer.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.